afternoon, America, and welcome to the Dean's List. Today we do a deep dive into the indoctrination map. What's the indoctrination map, you ask? Well, it's a digital map that shows every K-12 school in the country wherein your child is being indoctrinated. Oh, come on, Dean, that map doesn't exist. Stop kidding around. Stop messing with us. Friends, I am very sorry to report to you today. The map exists. I'm staring at it. It's unfortunate, but I'm staring at the indoctrination map. I wish I could unsee what I'm seeing, but unfortunately I can't. It is a map which which highlights every single state in the union which uh, has school districts that are being indoctrinated. The group that puts this map out, they are called Parents Defending Education. And these guys are doing, they're doing the heavy lifting. Parents Defending Education are out there defending education. Support them. It looks like you can, uh, I mean, they're a nonprofit. It looks like you can donate to them, but at least uh, go to their website. I'm going to put the link to this map in my show notes and you know, support them. Sign up for their information, for their newsletter. I am staring at the indoctrination map and it's, I don't even know what to say to you. I don't even, uh, I wish I had words for it. I truly do. I truly wish I had words for the indoctrination that is taking place throughout this country in K-12. California is just is just full of these little red indoctrination dots. Michigan is, I'm embarrassed about Michigan. Although I will say to Michigan's credit, there is not a single school in the UP that is being indoctrinated, at least not that's being reported. Congratulations to the UP. I'm surprised about Texas. I'm surprised about Florida. Uh, I'm, you know, I'm surprised about Tennessee. Some of these states, I'm South Dakota has got one, one little red dot. It looks like it's happening in Flandro. I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing that right. Flandro Public Schools. If you are listening in South Dakota, check out Flandro Public Schools. North Dakota, you've got some action in Bismarck, in Grand Forks, and Fargo. Uh, this this group, Parents Defending Education, is it's a it's a goldmine here. These people are on the ground and they're doing the heavy lifting, and they've put together this indoctrination map. And it's basically uh, just people on the ground that are reporting information or reporting incidences of indoctrination taking place in their schools and their local public schools. Just concerned parents on the ground, concerned parents like you and me, just on the ground, hearing about things, and then sending the information to this group, Parents Defending Education. And Parents Defending Education, are just they're just putting it out there for everybody to see. They're making it publicly known. Because I think a lot of times we just, we think we're isolated and we think we're living in a bubble. Or if we hear something that happens in in some place, some, you know, off the wall indoctrination that's happening somewhere in California, we think it's isolated to California. You know, I brought up the other day that uh, we, we were talking about these these cases, the case in Maryland, 
where the parents uh, brought suit against the school district to challenge their gender policy, which their, their gender policy basically stated that parents are to be kept in the dark if a child comes to a school official and says, hey, I want to be called by a different name or I want to be referred to as a different, you know, a different pronoun or, hey, I'd like to use, you know, a different bathroom. Hey, I'm, I'm yeah, little Johnny here. I want to use the girl's bathroom and I want to change my clothes in the girl's locker room. And so parents would, you know, or principals would fill out this form with little Johnny, but parents would stay in the dark. The schools on purpose would keep parents in the dark. And so a group of parents brought this lawsuit and it went through the court system all the way up to the Court of Appeals. And most recently, the Court of Appeals said these parents did not have standing to bring these charges or to sue the school district because the parents were not claiming that their son or daughter was transgender. So they didn't have standing, which on its face is completely asinine. And it's also completely asinine. I don't, I don't even know. I don't know how else to describe it. So I'm sure that case is still ongoing. That was in the Court of Appeals. And, and, and then we also talked about North Carolina. We talked about New Jersey, where that school board there is getting rid of all references to, to gender, period. We're just going to go gender neutral. And we talked about California, where the attorney general is bringing uh, civil rights investigations to schools that want a transparent policy, where they want to inform parents about little Johnny wanting to transition. And the state attorney general is 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 bringing investigations against these schools, civil rights investigations, no less. And so we, I I happen to mention that if we're talking about these cases that are in California, they're in Maryland, they're in New Jersey, they're kind of in these, I guess what you would call Democrat strongholds, and a lot of times, you know, those of us in the heartland we can, you know, we can just say, ah, well, it's not affecting my school. It's it's not coming to my school district. So I really don't have to worry about it. I mean, it's the people in California or it's the people in Maryland or the people, you know, in Washington state with that crazy governor up there. It's just, you know, they're, they've got a, they got a lot to worry about. I don't have too much to worry about. So I'm just going to, I'm just going to relax. I'm going to hang out. Uh, I think I'll watch some TV, pour myself a glass of lemonade. And, you know, I've, I've worked hard today. I'm just going to come home and kick back. And I think it's easy for us to just take on this mindset where it, it doesn't affect us. But the indoctrination map here at Parents Defending Education lets you see exactly where it's happening. And you can pull up the map and you can you can say, oh, Oh man, this is this is literally happening in the district right next to me. It's 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 happening in my school district. Uh, I I happen to pull up the map just out of curiosity. I in in in, in my locale, and I notice that the school district right next to me 
has uh, what they refer to as gender support plans. These gender support plans for students are created without the consent or knowledge of the parent. And it's basically the plan that Marilyn had. It's the plan that they have up there in Anchorage, Alaska. It's basically a plan that little Johnny can come to a school official and just say, hey, I just, you know, I feel like a girl and I want to be a girl. And I need a plan on how to how to how to bring me into into girl land. And so little Johnny and this whoever the school staff member is will sit down and prepare this what they call gender support plan. And it is created without the knowledge of the parent. Now, this school district, you know, they've been contacted, this one down the road from me, and, and they've and they publicly have said, we don't have a policy that says that we need to keep information from parents. And that might be true. They might not have a policy. They might not have a formal policy. But they do have what they call gender support plans, which uh, states right there on the plan, if little Johnny wants mom or dad to know. So, you know, while they can hide behind their statement that, oh, we don't have a formal policy, we know we, that's not a policy in this district. You know, it's kind of a little wink, wink, you know, it's the administration of the district giving the teachers a little wink and a gun. And, you know, we don't have a policy, but hey, if little Johnny doesn't want his parents to know, then, you know, we're not going to tell him. <laughs> Although we don't have a formal policy, it is absolutely convoluted. For those of you that don't believe there is a plan for indoctrination, I encourage you, look at this map. Again, I'm going to put the link in my in my show notes. It's easy for us to just think there is no way. There is absolutely no way this is happening. It's really easy for us to think that. We don't want to believe that there is this concentrated effort to indoctrinate our children. We don't want to believe that. We want to believe the, the very best about the people that we're leaving our kids with. I know we do. I know you want to believe the best about the people in your local public schools. And your local public school might be great. You might pull up the map and everything might be hunky-dory in your public school, and I hope it is. I hope for your sake, everything is hunky-dory in your public school. But as a, as a parent and as a citizen of this country, it's incumbent upon us to hold feet to the fire. It's incumbent upon us to go to our local public schools and hold their feet to the fire and to start asking questions. I've been preaching this to you, you know, since day one. We have to, we have to show up, we have to be present, and we have to be asking questions. We have to be asking questions of our public school leaders, and we have to demand straightforward honesty from them. We absolutely need to demand honesty. And and here's the thing: as a tax-paying citizen in your community, you have. Every legal right, whether you have a child in this in the schools or not, as a 
as a taxpaying citizen who supports with your money that that school and the district, you have every right to show up and start asking questions. What are you doing with my money? How are you training the teachers? What is what's being taught in the classroom? I want to know. Well, I'm sorry, sir, but you don't have any kids here, so you that uh, you don't have any standing. <laughs> I, I I can just hear it now. You don't have standing because you don't have any children in this school. Well, you do have standing because you pay the taxes. Your property taxes support that school district. So guess what? Money talks. Absolutely. Money talks. I am just, you know, I'm just looking at the map. I went to went to Idaho. Uh, and and Boise. The Boise School District, listen to this headline. This is from August 25th, so this is just a couple of days ago. Boise School District provides training to teachers that includes the gender unicorn and using the preferred pronouns of students. So if you live in Boise, Idaho, the Boise School District is providing training to teachers that includes the gender unicorn. Did you know there was such a thing as a gender unicorn? Did you know that? Uh, I don't know that I was aware. I mean, before this article, maybe I did. I don't know. I didn't realize there was a gender unicorn. You, uh, I'm going to read this article, and you are going to just be blown away. Tell you what, like I did a couple of days ago, uh, I, I gave you a warning to pull over if you were driving, operating heavy machinery or you know, especially if you live in Boise, Idaho, you're going to want to pull over. You are going to want to find yourself just a nice comfy chair to sit in. Do not operate. In Idaho, you guys are out there farming the, the land. you got to get out of that tractor. Okay, shut the tractor down or, you know, turn it on that automated geo business you guys have in those tractors. Whatever you do, do not operate the heavy machinery while you're listening. Okay. Fair warning. Fair warning, Idaho. Here we go. On August 24th, the Idaho Freedom Foundation reported that it had received public records from the Boise School District that included training for teachers to implement gender ideology into their curricula. All right, I'm going to just stop right there. It's not gender ideology that they're putting into their curricula. It's actually gender confusion. We are going to we're going to put in our in our school curricula this whole idea of gender confusion because we want little Johnny to think he's a girl by the time we're done. Now I'm going to ask you and this is a this is a legitimate serious question. Why are we doing this? What please somebody tell me what is the point to this? Would you please explain it to me? I need a rational human being to sit down across the table from me or just open up their email and offer me an explanation. You send me an email, dean at the dean's list dot us. I would love to hear from you. If you could just explain what's the purpose of this. What is the purpose of providing gender confusion? I, I'm not going to call it gender ideology because it's actually gender confusion. If I can get little Johnny to think 
that he's a girl. If a kindergarten teacher tells a group of kindergarten little girls, hey, you know, you might be part boy if you want to come over and play with these blocks. That you just might be part boy. Or, you know, if you want to go out and play in the dirt, or if you want to, you know, go play with those matchbox cars over there, you know, boys like to do that. So if you want to do that, you might be part boy. Or if a kindergarten teacher says to the boys, the little boys in that kindergarten room, you know, if you want to come over here and put on some of these clothes and play dress up, you might be part girl. Or if you want to come over here and play with these Bob Barbie dolls, you, you, you just might be part girl. That, that is not gender ideology. That's gender confusion. That is sowing a seed in the mind of a five-year-old that is a seed of confusion. Because now that five-year-old's wondering, I mean, I, I, I kind of like to play dress up. You know, if he's a boy, I, I, wonder, if I'm a, I wonder if I'm a girl. And the seed has been sown. Now, it doesn't say here what grade this is being pushed in. I guess I haven't read that far. I'm, I'm almost afraid to, because I, you know what? It's just going to make me so angry that this is even, that, I, that we even have to talk about it. You folks in Boise, Idaho, I know right now you are just steaming mad. I mean, at least those of you that are listening to this program. Those of you that are turning on America Out Loud today at 2 p.m., I, I get it. I get it. Okay, we're gonna we're we're gonna take a break. This is your opportunity to pause and take a deep breath. We will pick it up on the other side. You're listening to the Dean's List on America Out Loud Talk Radio. The pandemic may be over for some, but millions of Americans are needlessly suffering from the long-term effects of toxic spike protein from COVID-19 and the vaccines. Fortunately, Dr. Peter McCullough and his team at the Wellness Company designed their spike support formula with the miracle enzyme natokinase, scientifically studied to dissolve spike protein so you can feel your very best. Go to OutLoudCare.com today and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. How do we protect our bodies from harm in a world filled with invisible threats? In each one of our trillions of cells, a remarkable process takes place in the mitochondria, which is known as the powerhouse of the cell. Redox signaling molecules are produced here. And ASEA brings you the power of these molecules in a convenient and potent form to provide your body with the essential support it needs to thrive. And the results speak for themselves. As someone who needed an energy boost at a crucial time in my life, I was introduced to ASEA. This is Jody O'Malley with Nurses Out Loud. Go to americaoutloud.shop and get your exclusive 15% discount by using the code OUTLOUD. Welcome back to the Dean's List. I'm Dean Bone. You are listening to America Out Loud Talk Radio, the nation's premier news network. We are happy to have you on board. I am pouring over the indoctrination map. I know you're shocked about that, you know, shocked and surprised that there was even a thing. 
called the indoctrination map. I know I was too. I'm pretty upset about it. I don't know if you can hear it in my voice, but I am. I'm pretty upset about it. I'm reading an article from the Boise School District, which states that Boise is providing training to teachers that includes the gender unicorn. Did you know there was a gender unicorn? I did not. But I, I have read ahead. I've got to tell you, I've read ahead and I have come to the gender unicorn part. And I don't know if I can do it. I just, I don't know if I can read it to you. I'm going to read it to you because you need to know. You need to hear about it. America, you need to know what's happening. You need to know what's happening in your public K-12 schools. And you just have to be awake. We we have to wake up. You know, yesterday we talked about, you know, fathers just teaching their children about the greatness of this country. And we're going to keep talking about that. I mean, that was part of Samuel Adams' letter to John Adams that, you know, we had to renovate the age. And it involved the dads teaching their little boys and little girls and inculcating in their youth certain things. And and, and my my appeal is to the fathers to just let's man up. Let's be men and let's start teaching our children. Let's start teaching them. Mm. Don't get me started. I want to finish this article and then and then we'll dive back into it. Okay, so the Boise School District uh, is uh, teaching their teachers training that implements gender ideology into their curricula, which I have said translation, they're implementing gender confusion. Uh, this uh, between March 2022 and April 23 gender ideology training or gender confusion training. I'm just going to call it that. All right. I'm just going to insert my own interjections here. Gender confusion training was given to more than 70 teachers on at least two occasions. The first training was given to teachers at Capitol High School on March 9th, 2022. The presentation titled LGBTQ plus identities and resources was presented to teachers. And then it gives the presenters. I'm not going to put their names up. The training included instruction on transgenderism, gender identity, and pronoun use, among other things. Ah, man. Teachers were reportedly shown the gender unicorn and we're taught about transgender terminology, such as non-binary. Okay, all right, just stop. So now they have to teach our teachers the proper terminology. Teachers, you need to use the phrase non-binary. Okay, all right, I need someone to explain to me what is non-binary. Just send me an email and just say, Dean, here's what non-binary is. Dean at the Dean's list US. Oh, I need help. I'm going to need some help here. Okay. I mean, I know what binary is. I mean, it's, it's two numbers, right? It's a zero or a one. So if you're non-binary, I mean, is this in this terminology is binary gender? Is that what they're talking about? Male, female. So if you're non-binary, you're neither male nor female. Um, 
I mean, that makes no sense because you're you're either only male or female. You identify as non-binary. I don't identify as anything. I'm not a male and I'm not a female. Oh, heaven help all of us. And the fact that there is a school district in Boise, Idaho, the Boise School District, that is paying somebody to come in and teach their teachers to use a term non-binary, which is to mean that you're neither male nor female. How is this happening? How is this happening in our public schools? Can I need someone to answer that for me. I mean, I know the answer. I, I do. I get it. I, I get it. There is an absolute Marxist takeover of our K-12 public schools. You you show me a better explanation. Please give me a I need somebody to give me a better explanation because there isn't one. Because Dewey, we can go back over this again. Dewey in the 1880s despised the declaration. He he wanted socialism. And he was pushing for it pretty heavy. And then all of a sudden we get to the 1930s and we don't include certain stories in our history text anymore. We talked about it this week. I mean, we're experiencing the anniversary of the Battle of Long Island, even though no one knows it anymore. I mean, we've talked about it. And the Battle of Long Island is no longer in our history textbooks. The, the story of the bulletproof George Washington is no longer in our textbooks. So let's let's start talking, you know, let's stop talking about those types of historical actual events where God shows up. Because we're going to stop talking about God. We're going to start talking about that we we weren't created. Instead, we came from a monkey or, or some other animal, some fish. I have no idea. But we came from something. But it wasn't the hand of God. God did not create us. We came from something else. And then in, you know, in 1947, the Supreme Court is going to drop this idea that there is a wall of separation between the church and the state. And then that's going to start laying the foundation for 1962, 63, when prayer's gone and the Bible is gone, and then we can start interjecting this stuff. So now here we are in 2023, and somebody's coming in to, to train our teachers the proper use of the term non-binary, which is to tell the students that, that they can choose to be neither male nor female. I mean, it's a choice, right? It's a choice. And so we, our teachers are being trained in this. Are they being trained willingly? I, that is a good question. I'm glad you've asked it. I don't have the answer. And maybe they're not being trained willingly. Maybe maybe they're being told, you better go to this training or, mm, you, or we're going to come down heavy on you. You're, you're, we're going to fire you. I don't know. I don't know what, what they're putting out there. I can't imagine that there would be, you know, just teachers lining up in, in Boise, Idaho to, to go to this training. Oh, oh, pick me. Yeah, I want to go to that. The gender unicorn, I'm going to 
I'm going to stop my rant and go back to the article or we're never going to finish it. And you know what? That might be best. Maybe we don't finish it, especially for those of you that are need to really get in that heavy machinery and, and get some farming done. You might need me to stop. The gender unicorn is an image that schools have used in an attempt to teach children that gender exists on a spectrum. Okay, just stop. Just stop. All right, so they're not giving us an age here. But I need you to think about this with me. If they're using an animal, and they're calling it the gender unicorn, and it's an image that schools have used in an attempt to teach children. So can I assume that we're talking about elementary kids here. I mean, if you're using an animal, a unicorn, and it is, what if they show a picture of it? Like a gender unicorn. I don't see a picture of it. I'm going to have to pull up a picture of the gender unicorn. Someone pull me up a picture and send it to me. Pull me up. There's got to be an image of a gender unicorn. Pull it up. Email it to me, dean at the deanslist.us. I need to know what it looks like. I, it, it just this language makes it sound like that schools are using the gender unicorn. It's an image that they're using in an attempt to teach children that gender exi exists on a spectrum. So there's probably some color involved here. I'm thinking of the color spectrum. Maybe the rainbow, maybe maybe this unicorn has rainbow colors all over it. I don't know. I've I've never seen the gender unicorn. I'm just I'm just trying to piece it together. And they're they're using this image to teach children. So there's no mention of middle school or high school students. I mean, normally when we refer to children in school, I've, I I. It just seems like we're talking about elementary students. If they are teaching elementary students that gender exists on a spectrum, what does that tell you? Does that does that speak of indoctrination to you? I mean, it does. It it screams of indoctrination. If you are going to elementary students and you're telling them, you're showing them this, this presumably, I'm just, I'm just assuming here. Again, I've never seen the unicorn. I'm assuming that this unicorn is probably shaded, you know, with the rainbow colors. Because they're talking about gender existing on a spectrum. So it's it's fluid then. Maybe one day you feel like you're one color, and maybe one day you feel like you're the next color. One day you might feel like a boy, little Johnny. But then the next day, guess what? You might feel like a girl. And then we're going to call you little Janie. And we're going to refer to you as she and her. Because those are pronouns that we were that we use for little girls. And if you feel like a girl, then we should probably use those pronouns for you. Right, little Johnny? Folks, if this is happening in elementary schools, it is it is gender confusion. 
That's what it amounts to. It amounts to let's get into that classroom and let's confuse these little kids. There's no truth here. We're not teaching these kids truth anymore. There's nothing good in this. There's nothing beautiful in this. There's nothing true in this. Parents, fathers, I implore you, go to your public school and ask them, is this happening? Are you teaching truth to my child? Or are you telling my child that gender exists on a spectrum? Because there is no truth in that. Gender does not exist on a spectrum. All right, I'm going to keep going, or we aren't going to get through this. Teachers were also reportedly told to have meetings with students to, quote, establish the pronouns they want to use. If teachers are in doubt, they were told to use neutral they-them pronouns. Teachers were also reportedly told to have meetings with students. So it sounds to me like little Johnny is not coming to the teacher, that the teacher is going to little Johnny. And the teacher is saying, so little Johnny, what pronouns would you like to use today? And if there's some doubt, I don't know. I don't know if I want to use he or for she. Well, if there's doubt, then we're going to go neutral. We're going to use they. And we're going to refer to you as they or them. Because you're not sure. And, you know, if you're not sure, it's it's okay. You don't have to be sure, little Johnny. I mean, you don't have to be sure about anything. Because everything's relative. Well, what's relative mean? Relative means just do what you feel. It's totally up to you, little Johnny. There is no truth here. Teachers were additionally provided with resources from the Trevor Project, GLSEN, and Gender Spectrum. These three organizations are known for targeting children with LGBTQ issues. The Trevor Project is an organization specifically known for providing children with resources such as Understanding Gender Identities. It's a guide, apparently. This resource states that gender is actually a social construct. The organization's resource also appears to encourage children to question their gender and mentions the possibility of having surgery to transition. So this is an, an excerpt from, from their guide. This is what it says from the, the Trevor Project Understanding Gender Identity Guide. If you decide that your current gender or sex just isn't right for you, you may want to make your gender identity fit with your ideal gender expression and presentation. Wait, I, I, I thought that, I thought they were, they were saying that you there are actually two sexes, but there aren't two genders. You know, gender gender is fluid. It's on a spectrum. But yet this first line from the Trevor Project says, if you decide that your current gender or sex just isn't right for you. So is gender or sex the same then? No, because I, I didn't think it was. I, I thought gender was fluid. You know, I thought you could be a different gender on any whatever any given day. 
but they seem to be lumping it together. Do you see how they how they take the narrative? They redefine words and they take control of the narrative. And then they come into our schools and they teach our teachers these new definitions and these redefined words. And, and here, here's the narrative, teachers. This is what you say. You know, you use this, this term non-binary. That, that that's how, you know, that's how we're gonna do it. It's it's a takeover. It's it's a takeover of words of definitions. It 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 takes the narrative and they run with it. And at some point, we have to stand up and say, I'm sorry, no, I'm not going to do it. I need a public school teacher to stand up and say, no, I'm not going to do it. I, that's what we need. But I don't know that teachers are going to do that without the support of the community. So it comes back to dad's. And, you know, I know I'm just talking about dads, moms, you too. This term mama bear, when you when you turn the mama bear loose, it's over. So mothers and fathers, I, I apologize, ladies, for excluding you the past couple of days. Mothers and fathers, we need all of you to, to rise up and go down to the school and ask them, is this happening here? Are we doing this in this building? And let's pray to God that they're not doing it because... The mama bears are going to be turned loose. All right, we're going to pause here. We'll pick it up on the other side. You're listening to The Dean's List on America Out Loud Talk Radio. Well, the out loud truth was the rallying call that started it all. AmericaOutloud.news was an idea, a movement, a place where folks would feel comfortable speaking the truth without being censored or canceled. The First Amendment is alive and well. America Out Loud Talk Radio. It's a fight for the soul of humanity. For 25 years, Global Healing has proudly produced the highest quality supplements and cleansing programs that are rooted in nature and backed by science. Get 15% off all of our products using code OUTLOUD. Global Healing, giving you the power to take control of your health naturally. Maintaining a strong immune system has never been more critical. Nutrition company Healthy Cell created Immune Super Boost to help you strengthen your immunity. Unlike other supplements that don't work, Immune Super Boost is not a pill. It's a gel you swallow with ultra-absorption of science-backed nutrients proven to support immunity, like vitamin C, D3, zinc, elderberry, and echinacea. Go to HealthyCell.com and use limited time code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. Risk-free, love it, or your money back, guaranteed. HealthyCell.com, code out loud. Welcome back to the Dean's List. I am Dean Bone. You can find us here Monday through Friday at 2 p.m. on AmericaOutloud.news. Or you can listen on iHeartRadio or download the app, the America Out Loud app for your Apple, your Android, your Alexa. Of course, the show goes to podcast the next day. We are happy to have you on board. We are happy to have you join the Dean's List. Okay, we at the moment are going through an article 
entitled. Let me find the title here because I don't want to leave you hanging. Boise School District provides training to teachers that includes the gender unicorn and using preferred pronouns of students. That's what we're into. This is happening in Boise. Uh, teachers were additionally provided with resources from the Trevor Project, GLSEN, and Gender Spectrum. And we were just going over the Understanding Gender Identities Guide from the Trevor Project. So this is what these teachers were, were supposedly given. And the very first sentence I read to you from the guide says, if you decide that your current gender or sex just isn't right for you, you may want to make your gender identity fit with your ideal gender expression and presentation. So we just made the distinction that here they are, they are linking gender and sex together as one. And quite often we're told, mm, no, gender and sex are different. They're two different things. Heaven help all of us. In this guide, they're telling these, these students that if you don't feel like your gender identity fits your ideal gender, then you might want to make some changes. This is called transitioning and can include social, like telling other people about which pronouns you, will, you want to use, or legal, like changing your name, or medical, like taking hormones or having surgery. They just, they, they make it seem so simple. I mean, it's really easy. I mean, it's like telling people about your pronouns. It's, it's like changing your name. It's, you know, it's just like having surgery. It's not really that big of a deal. The organization GLSEN is known for promoting LGBTQ issues to young children. GLSEN states on its website that while many LGBTQ inclusive school supports begin in middle or high school, it is critical for elementary schools to establish a foundation of respect and understanding for all people. The organization has also appeared to show support for children taking hormone replacement therapy to transition to another gender. This group, GLSEN, they, they were uh, teachers in this Boise seminar were given information about this group. And this group is all about uh, having elementary schools establish a foundation of respect and understanding for all people. That just sounds so nice, doesn't it? Because it's true. We, we want to respect everybody and we want to understand everybody. But when you are twisting it so the children are confused about what their gender is, you are evil. I'm sorry, you are evil. And there is a special place prepared for you. Well, come on, we all know it's true. Everyone, everyone listening to my voice, you know that is a true statement. There is a special place prepared for this type of evil. I'm going to keep going. So this organization, 
they they show support for children taking hormone re replacement therapy to transition. And, and here's what they say. Upon birth, we are typically categorized into one of two genders, boy or girl, depending on how our genitals are read. Oh, I've got to stop. I don't think I can, I don't think I can keep reading this because this is, this is insanity. This, that this is actually happening, that this is actually being taught, that this statement, somebody's actually making this statement and they're doing it with a straight face. This isn't parody. This isn't satire. This isn't a joke. Upon birth, we are typically categorized. No, not typically. Constantly. There's no, no. Depending on how our genitals are read? No. You are either a boy or a girl, depending on what genitals you have. Who's reading genitals? Who, to, to, someone please tell me, explain to me, who is uh, who is reading genitals? Nobody's reading genitals. You either have them or you don't. Um, throughout our lives, however, our many bodily characteristics work together to create a unique path of development, causing some of us to grow really tall and others to remain short, or some of us to grow hair under our armpits and legs while others remain bare. All right, so that's true. You see how they take a little bit of truth and then they find a way to twist it and they find a way just to manipulate it. While this development often happens on its own during puberty, this change can also be administered through medicine, such as hormone replacement therapy. It's perfectly normal. I mean, I mean, you know, maybe it's not happening for you in puberty. Try this hormone replacement therapy. I mean, this is perfectly safe. Go ahead. Since our society often conflates our bodies or genitalia with our gender identity, it is critical that we allow space for people to self-identify. Uh, society conflates our bodies with our gender identity. This is this pack of lies is just it is evil. I wish I could explain it in a different way. I wish I had a different word. But evil just fits. Evil fits perfectly. The organization Gender Spectrum offers resources specifically tar targeting youth and even teachers. Gender Spectrum offers resources to educators on a page titled Integrating Gender Diversity into Everyday Curriculum. This page explains that the discussion of gender can be integrated into subjects like history, science, mathematics, and even physical education. In targeting the youth, Gender Spectrum offers online chat rooms for children as young as 10 years old who identify as trans or non-binary. Oh. Uh, the Ohio Freedom Foundation also reported that district staff, now we're talking about Boise, Idaho here, that district staff were trained in gender ideology by AVID. What they mean to say is that the district staff, they were trained in gender confusion. That's what they meant to say by this, this AVID group. 
The school district reportedly paid Avid $16,200 for the company's services. Okay. If you are listening to me right now and you live in, in the Boise, Idaho school district and you have just learned that your school district paid a group $16,000 to come in and train your teachers in gender confusion. How do you feel about that? Are you okay with that? Because if you're okay with that, then I guess I guess you deserve it. But I, I've got a sneaky feeling that you are not okay with it. Boise, Idaho. I need to hear from you. I need to hear from you folks in Boise, Idaho. Dean at the Dean's List US. I mean, just just tell me. Either you're okay with it or you're not. And if you're okay with it, then then I'll stop. I I, I won't talk about Boise, Idaho ever again. If I hear from you and the majority of you are like, yeah, this is fine. I mean, we're okay with this gender confusion stuff. Bring it. If you're if that's your opinion, if that's what you like, then and then I will leave you alone. But if you're not, if you're not happy about it, then we're going to stay on it. But just tell me one way or the other. Dean at the Dean's List US. I just can't believe this. I I am I am just I'm almost flabbergasted. I'm almost speechless. Are you almost speechless? Do you feel as speechless as I am, even though I'm still talking? This page called Integrating Gender Diversity into Everyday Curriculum explains that the discussion of gender can be integrated into subjects like history, science, mathematics. So we can't talk about rich things in history anymore. We can't talk about truth that that took place in this country involving our founding fathers. Miracles that literally happened during the Revolutionary War. We, we can't talk about that. We can't talk about the Battle of Long Island because it clearly shows that there was a God who cares about people, that there was a God who cared about the formation of this country. We can't talk about George Washington fighting for the British and being ambushed by the French in 1755 and, and, and being the only officer not shot, not killed on the side of the British by the ambushing French and Indians. We can't talk about that he had two horses shot out from underneath him. We can't talk about that he had four bullet holes in his jacket. And we certainly can't talk about the letter that he wrote to his brother stating that he believed the hand of providence was upon him while he looked around and death surrounded him on all sides. His comrades were falling left and right. And he's the only one not. He's the only one still standing. And he believed that God was protecting him. We can't talk about that. And we certainly can't talk about the Indian chief that meets up with him 15 years later to explain to him that I had every single gun trained on you, all of my warriors, they were all aiming at you. 
and not a single one could hit you. And one of them had 17 shots, 17 clear shots at you. And so I just finally had to tell my warriors, this that man right there, that, that tall, handsome one on the horse, he is protected by the great spirit. Just give up. Just stop shooting at him. We can't talk about that, but we can insert into our history curriculum the the discussion of of gender and how you know how you might not be a boy, you might be a girl. I mean, we can talk about gender confusion all day long, but we can't talk about morality. You can't legislate morality. No, you can't. Morality is relative. How come gender isn't relative? I, I guess in this case it is because little Johnny feels like a girl today. I take that question back. But you can insert it. You can certainly insert it in history. And the, and the teachers are learning how to do it. The teachers are learning how to insert gender confusion into history, into science, into mathematics, and into physical education. The Idaho Freedom Foundation also reported that district staff, I just read that, that they were, that the school district paid $16,200. And that led me to my question. Idaho, are you happy about this? Avid held an induction seminar on March 9th, 2023, from 415 to 630 at the DTEC Training Center. And this induction seminar was on, quote, diversity and, quote, supporting LGBTQ students. Teachers and staff were, according to public records, only permitted to leave after the LGBT portion of the training was finished. The training appears to have been part of a course for teachers, counselors, and nurses who were new to the profession. So, Sounds like the district mandated that they be there. If it says they they were not permitted to leave until after the LGBT portion of the training was complete. So if you live in the Boise, Idaho school district, oh, hang on, there's more. Teachers were also forced to learn about the gender unicorn and using the preferred pronouns of students in this training. Okay. So it sounds it sounds to me like these teachers were were being manhandled. That they were they were not permitted to leave. This was something that they were forced to sit in. If you live in the Boise, Idaho school district, are you okay with this? Are you okay with your teachers being forced to sit in on this training? Are you okay with your teeth with it being mandated by the district that your teachers learn about the gender unicorn and learn how to insert preferred pronouns and learn terminology such as non-binary? Are you okay with this? And to learn that gender is actually a social construct. It's not a biological thing. It was something constructed by society. Probably old white men, really. I mean, you know, who knows why they would they would create this, but they did, and they really should be stopped because it's so uh, so limiting. 
why why should we be limited to just two genders? I want to be more fluid. Are you okay with this? If you live in Boise, Idaho, the Boise, Idaho School District. I, uh, I, I tell you what, the, I implore you, go to the indoctrination map. It is Parents Defending Education. I will put the link in, in my show notes. You folks, we we have to we have to rise up against this. We have to put our foot down. Mothers and fathers, I know you love your children. I know you do. I know you care about your kids. We have to take back education in this country. And I'm telling you, we can do it. We absolutely can do it because the majority of us want morality. We want morality back in our schools. We want, we want truth taught. We're tired of this garbage being shoved down the throats of our kids with a funnel. We just want truth. We want our students to learn rich things, things that are true and good and beautiful, things that are wholesome. We're tired of them being taught lies. And we're tired of our school districts paying over $16,000 to have the lies come in and talk to our teachers. Okay, America, that is all the time we have for today. Thank you for joining me on the Dean's List. Remember, we must unite to renovate the age. Let's do this together. We'll see you tomorrow.